Hello! This is Deirdre. And I'm Elena. You're, You're listening, listening to I Wouldn't, I wouldn't Say, Say no. no, a podcast on 106.7 Light FM. <laughs> Where's Light FM? That's in New York. It's um, a light radio station that plays Celine Dion and... Kenny G. Kenny G mm-hmm. and like... Dana Jackson sexy songs. Okay, Velvet Tony Rope. Braxton, yeah, sure. Really, really sexy, sensual stuff. Okay, for that's, yeah. math teachers. That's <laughs> just what this podcast is about. Yeah, sexy, sensual stuff. Uh, welcome <laughs> to our second episode. Yeah, you made it. Thanks everyone who listened to the first episode. We appreciate it. Um, everyone was really nice. That was nice. Thank you for Said sending nice us twice. DMs with no dicks. We got DMs. No, never. Yeah, none. So much support. We had, I'm not going to tell you how many listeners we had. It was a lot. (laughs) It was a lot of listeners. It was three. No, I'm just kidding. No, it was more than that, but I won't tell them how many. Um, But no, seriously, if you're here and you're listening, bless you. Um, Indeed. Yeah. So um, how you been? How you been since the last step? I've been so good. The sun is out in Portland. I know. Daylight savings. Which sucks, like, for how I feel during the day. Mm-hmm. But it's incredible for how I feel once I'm done with work. Which is really the important part of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I was so sleepy all day, and then I took my dog for a sunny walk, saw a gorgeous husky basking in the sun. Mm. I saw a woman, at, literally as I was on my way to your house, riding her bike, blasting Fleetwood Mac and scream singing along with it. And I was like, summer is here. It's 54 degrees outside. Yep. We made it. How many shirtless men have you seen since the sun came back to Portland? Maybe only one. I mean, not any. I think it might just be the one. Yeah. The have same seen, one person yeah. we've all seen. Have you seen more than one? No, I think just one. Probably the same guy. It's like once it's just like... glistening. Yeah. And you're like, it's... Did you just come from a sauna? It's yeah. It's still the same 54 degrees. Yeah. But... That's neither here nor there. Yeah. I'm really, really happy. I'm in a great mood this week. How's your week been? It's been good. I, um, I'm pretty sure I didn't wash the conditioner out of my hair <laughs> this morning. Uh, it's really soft. It, it's, it's too soft. Yeah. yeah. But I kind of feel like I failed, like, showering 101. Yeah. Which is a little embarrassing as a 30-year-old woman, but... Is it a new conditioner? I no, Okay. No. Time out. Yeah. I just had a an argument with someone, not an argument about how old you are. And they were trying to tell me that you're under 30. And I was like, absolutely not. I'd never wow. do a podcast with someone under 30. But also I love that. Yeah, it's your, <laughs> it's, it was Chris. It was Chris. Oh. Shout out Chris. Thanks Chris. Um, but it was, I was really offended at the idea. I was like, I'm not four years older you know than Deirdre. What? We don't need to bring ages into yeah. this podcast. <laughs> I'm just old as fuck, and I need to make sure that you're like within a three-year yeah, age. Yeah, no, range. we're in the same decade. Okay. We're good. Yeah. So, was this a new conditioner? No, same condition. Just like I don't know, my my brain didn't connect all the way. It yeah. was a distracted shower. I don't yeah. know. I just got back from um, Florida. Okay. Specifically, the villages. Is that where Disney World is? No, but it's about an hour and a half away from Disney World. What's special about the Villages? So the Villages is um, 450 holes of golf (laughs) surrounded by hundreds of thousands of old people. It's um, so it's like all these different themed villages and they're all like have really strict rules about what. Oh, they're actually villages. I mean, in the sense that. A strip mall is a village, yes. It's Disney World for old people. Absolutely. Yeah. I for mean, the- I get it. Carrie and I looked into, like, are there any lesbians in the village? And basically it was like, yeah, there's actually a ton of lesbians in the village. Like, what's not to love? Restaurants you don't have to drive too far to and a bunch of golf? Every lesbian's dream. And we were like, in what? <laughs> also, I'm just curious about how you looked into if there were lesbians at the villages. I mean, you just do a goog. Oh, you did a yeah, Google search? Yeah, yeah, just a quick goog. And then it was basically like, yeah, lesbians have a great time. They just never talk about politics while they're there. And I was like, wow, it's basically our trip this weekend. <laughs> um, so was there, like, what are the different themes of the villages? So they're all very, like... Really, the theme is just, like, chain restaurants. Honestly, you kind of would have loved it. What? We passed an Olive Garden. We passed a Red Lobster. We passed a 
what I'm told was a slightly nicer Denny's, the in name what, I am forgetting. In what sense? I mean, they were just, yeah. White tablecloth Denny's. Mm, they put foie gras on <laughs> yeah, your right. pancakes and just like uh, shave some batarga onto oh your eggs. Oh my God, that would be... Disgusting. So gross. Yeah. I'm not convinced they're real eggs if you go to a Denny's, but that's neither here nor so there. So which village were you in? Great question. Okay. Couldn't you... tell you. <laughs> um, <laughs> we went to one village that was like uh, Lake Sumter Landing is what mm-hmm. it was called. Actually, I think it's, yeah. Anyway, um, everyone drives golf carts there. Yeah. Along with their cars. So I found it really confusing as someone that was in a car, not a golf cart. Uh-huh. Like, do, who gets the right of way here? And it's cars. But also that's because it was Florida. So. Right. <laughs> that's like, that's kind of a common thing in, do you know the Poconos? I mean, I know of them. Yeah. Okay. So uh-huh. like, it's like a resort in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Um and that's, like, the same thing where, because it's, like, such a small community and there aren't really any roads, like, everyone just sort of drives golf carts. I don't know if it's because they think it's cool or because it's, like, more, like, environmentally friendly. Um, to me, it seemed like everyone didn't really enforce DUI laws in golf carts. Oh, well, yeah. I don't like, know. People were partying in the villages. That sounds really fun. Apparently, the gonorrhea rate is, like... One of the highest in so a population. For in the our nation. listeners, did we say the age range for the villages? Oh, I think good we call. missed kind of a like because this sounds like a rollicking party. <laughs> Let's mention the age range and what. Yeah, the it's whole fifty-five deal. and above. But that's like really young. Like yeah, no one that would be a young. Well, but at the same time, they also have like a charter school. Like oh. it's the villages charter school, the villages high school. So, there are like, kids there. Yeah, because I think they don't want to make it too exclusive, whereas, like, where if, like, you're a grandparent and, Mm -hmm. you know, your kids can't take care of their children, like, they can come live with you. Okay. So I I do appreciate that it was inclusive in that way, but also, like, driving past that charter school, I was totally like, oh, my God, they just teach these kids that the earth is, like, 4,000 years old and, like, humans and dinosaurs existed at the same time. Like, that's all I could think. So what's, like, what do you think that average age range at the villages is like mm. from just i'm gonna say like anecdotal i'm gonna say like 78 okay easily the most uncomfortable part of the whole time i was there was we went to a johnny rockets <gasps> this was not of my choosing we were meeting people there I but also johnny like rockets. okay so you've been to a johnny Rockets. just okay. one in new york so this was my first time there used to be a johnny rockets um at the lloyd center but i never went i just never went so did you know that they have to stop and dance Absolutely. I was so for uncomfortable. What, for not when you, not when you, when you tip them when it's your birthday. Mm, I haven't. It didn't seem birthday related because so. Also, I should note that the villages um, really seemed like a sea of white people, and they made the people sing Aretha Franklin's "Respect" and then. Cool in the gang. Is that cool in the gang that do celebrate? Yeah. Anyway, those two songs, and I was just like, you know, I feel like we should have to be singing like Neil Diamond or like another no. just like real. We gotta keep it white bread. I and I was like, Aretha Franklin is absolutely rolling in her grave while these people have to sing R E S P E C T. Yeah. Oh, it was. So That's painful. the Johnny Rockets vibe, though. There okay. used to be one on West Eighth Street in Manhattan. I don't. It's definitely not still there, but sort of like in the neighborhood where NR, uh, uh, NYU is. Mm, okay. um, and we like it was kind of cheap and an easy place to go. But the singing was always the most embarrassing part. Yeah, no, it was so painful. I was very thankful that my position at the table was back to the singing. So like that was all happening behind me. And yeah. I just had to share knowing glances with uh, my my wife's twins partner he and i just had a lot of like okay this is happening i really faces i really okay this is maybe wrong to ask under the circumstances that you were there but like did you feel like people were like hot for young people aka you guys like (laughs) excite no not really no but super high gonorrhea right yeah i mean because i think that's um the geriatric population um, getting it on with one another. Hell yeah. Is more what I was under the impression that's the the name of this episode. The geriatric population (laughs) getting it on with one another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you happy to be back? 
I'm so happy to be back. Um, that's my second time only in Florida. Um, I, I would be fine keeping it at two times, but I assume that other times in my life I will probably be back. Just yeah. Because family in Florida and that kind of thing. So. Yeah. I've only been twice, but yeah, that's... good with not going again. Yep. <laughs> yeah. How have you been? Um, so I've been good. I've been... The sun is helping me feel like I didn't think I was depressed, but maybe, maybe. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, I'm going to see a preview of Shrill tomorrow. Ooh, with yeah. With my friend at the Hollywood Theater. Yes, that's um, awesome. And Lindy West is going to be there. What? So Shrill is, for those listening, um, a book by Lindy West, which has been adapted into a TV show for Hulu, um, starring A.D. Bryant. I'm super excited to watch it. Um, I have Hulu with no commercials, like literally for the one in every six shows that I watch. It's worth it. It's worth it. But it also, in a sense, like I was thinking about it today and I was like, like commercials are, you know, like marketing, capitalism, whatever. And you're just like paying more money to not pay attention to that. Yeah. Well, that's a whole other conversation. I mean, like our generation is very much the like paying more money because of convenience generation you know ride sharing all that stuff yeah so we're going to that i'm really excited oh yeah um i feel like i want to get dressed up really cute oh yeah because i don't know hopefully there are a bunch of like really cute fat people there being great yeah um went to see my optometrist yesterday but it wasn't my optometrist it was a new optometrist um so i've been seeing the same optometrist for, like, my whole time in Portland. Uh-huh. It's, like, this really, like, she-she place. Um, they have two locations. And I usually see the woman who owns it, and she's, like, very sweet but very rigid. Mm. Like, super type A robotic. It's just, like, you're in, you're out. Cool. Mm-hmm. Saw a new optometrist yesterday, and I feel like she's, like, my healthcare provider and maybe a friend. Yes. We'll find out in a year. <laughs> If she's my friend. Honestly, that was how I felt when I went to my first eye doctor appointment. Really? Like six months ago. I kept her for almost an hour. Oh. Because I just had so many questions and she was so nice. And she was just like, no one ever asked me questions. This is the best. And then at the end, I was like, I went back into the waiting room and there were like seven people waiting. And I was like, okay, sorry. Thanks for answering my questions. Can you say what neighborhood it was in? Uh, Yeah, it was like Northeast Broadway. Okay. Okay. Not the same neighborhood, but... Well, it's important to point out that apparently optometrists are very nice people. Yeah, well, so she told me that I should get laser eye surgery or, like, advised it to me. She also called me blind. Oh, no. Um, but, like, she but like she called me blind girl in a way that would have typically okay. offended me. Uh-huh. But I, like, sort of felt like it was, like, a friendly, flirty thing. <laughs> And I was like, this is how I make friends. Either we, like, tease each other and Mm, kind of flirt, mm. or we, like, are 100% vulnerable talking about our lives in within three minutes flat. Which really, why not both? Well, that was was the dynamic of our our 20-minute appointment was, like, we were talking, we were flirting, we were, (laughs) we were being, like, you know, talking about our lives. I, like, and I was just like, oh. I love Is my... this is this a thing? Are we having a moment? We like, had those feelings. Yeah. Well, like it was almost <laughs> like when I left, we sort of did the like over the shoulder goodbye. Oh wow. <laughs> like maybe our fingertips great they didn't graze, but like But you wanted it. But like it was kind of like <laughs> will I ever see you again? Anyway, so like love my optometrist, maybe looked her up on Facebook when on the wow. bus home. Just like I'm not surprised. Why? <laughs> because just because me. you and I both have a desire for knowledge. I just want to know what she's up yeah. to. She seemed great. Yeah. Um anyway. That's great. So really good week. I'm um, happy to hear it. Yeah. Thank you. So you mentioned you were going to turn a look tomorrow night and I just wanted to uh get back to our recurring podcast segment mm. of um youth delegate time. Yes. We decided that this is a permanent, permanent until we say it's not segment. Yeah, because we make the rules because it's our fucking podcast. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, so Youth Delegate, you might recall it from, it was a very popular segment in the last episode. <laughs> um, we did get several 
comments and DMs about it. Um, so do you want to, like, just recap it for... Yeah, so I uh, am uh, famously thought of as under 30 by, yeah. s- by friends. <laughs> uh, and so I... And I'm younger than my wife, and so I like to consider myself the youth delegate, and I like to keep my uh, my fingers on the pulse of the youth because I feel it's important to stay connected. I'm not trying to turn into the boomer generation when I'm in my 60s. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So if I can have just, like, one impact on a few people's lives, it would be keep in touch with the youth. Yeah. So So this is going to be, like, a permanent segment. Yes. We're going to talk about fashion. We're going to talk about trends. We're going to talk about skincare and wellness and apps. Yeah. Um, I did want to do a quick follow-up for Friends of the Pod from last week. I did find out that Carrie does not know what a bop is. Still? uh, Well, no. You know, we've we've talked about it. Okay, yeah. We've talked about it a little bit more. Thank you. Um, But she listened to last week's ep and was like, um, what's a bop? (gasps) Oh my god. (laughs) And I kind of let it sit. And then, like, three minutes later, she messaged me and was like, oh, okay, I get it, I get Aww. it. <laughs> you let her figure it out on her own. Yeah, you know, I'm not here to try and, you know, it's the whole, like, if you give a man a fish, you feed him for a day. Yeah, thing, wait, well, what was the other, you mentioned that. Oh, yeah, she's also not clear on what a stan is and, like, what standing <laughs> is. And I told her about it, um, actually, earlier today, and she just was very upset. So she I, like have, I have issues with Stan. Mm-hmm. It's like not because isu- of the Eminem song. Or? Well, no, like it's not like issues, but I have trouble remembering. Mm. Like um, I'm always like, we are Stans. No, because like Stan is a person. Yeah. So like we are not like grammatically it would be we are Stan, but it's like we stand this a verb, but also a noun. Yeah. Exactly. Super exciting. Don't you love language? Okay. I, I love language. I would like to just say really quickly, though. Stan is my love language. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm on board. Um, when I was telling Carrie what a stan was, I, she was like, can you use it in a sentence? And I was like, yeah, I stan Beyonce. And she was like... Why is it not I am a stan of Beyonce? I mean, I think both are correct. It's what I said sounds so fucking old. It sounds like I, I mean, am, yeah, you yeah. know, it sounds as, like as shit. a member of the youth delegation, <laughs> I would have to say, mm, wow, that is correct. <laughs> I am not... certainly a stan. Yeah. Okay. Um, and she she was like, I don't want to say I stan Beyonce. Can't I just say Beyonce snaps? And I was like, I don't get Why it both and then emoji. she goes oh never mind it was slaps wasn't it Aww. so you know She's we're all there. on a journey we're all getting there okay so Connecting i'm gonna tell youth. you about my youth delicate journey yeah i had a moment so um we're gonna talk about pants a little bit <sighs> so in the last which are hard anyway <laughs> they are so when skinny jeans became like an item that you could purchase um, it changed my life. Same. Right? Because they, well, also, because let's talk about from, like, 2010 to, mm-hmm. like, 2015, they also used to make them really long, because that was the trend. I Okay, I know you know your face, but some of us are 5'10". Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's really hard to find pants. <laughs> Wait, so you liked it when they were long? Yes. Because, now you don't like it. Because now they're, like, ankle length, cropped. Yeah. And on me, that's, like, a straight up... 2001 Capri pants. So what do you do? I am wearing old as fuck jeans is what I'm doing. From where? (laughs) This kind of... Okay, so your legs don't touch. This is part of my story. Oh, no. Okay, sorry. No, 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 no. Please continue with your delicate I I just want to know, like, what you do if your pants... Do your pants ever rip? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah? The last time my pants, they always blow out um, at the crotch, specifically. That's what mm-hmm. they always, I don't know why I'm so yeah, yeah. rough on my pants yeah. there. But the, <laughs> the last time they split was also the same day that um, Carrie found out she got her last job. Uh-huh. And I was like, yay, I can buy new pants now. <laughs> Perfect timing. Okay, I'm going to, this is not an ad, but if you want to sponsor us, I'll we take need it. Pants. I need <laughs> pants. I love these pants. They're really fucking expensive. They're the only pants I wear because they're the only pants that make me not hate wearing pants. Yeah. But they're called Warp and Weft. Okay. Um, and they make them in different lengths. Oh. Um, okay. They don't always have, like, sometimes they offer them in, like, three lengths that are pretty mm-hmm. long. Um, I would check it out. But they're they're great. They're, like, Warp and Weft jeans that sounds- for my ass. 
that's my ad for them. I like it. Yeah. That sounds much better than what my mom gave me recently, which was a paper catalog to a company called Long Tall Sally. <laughs> um, that's the she name. Was... That's the name of the episode. Okay, name of the episode. Long Tall Sally. Yeah, it was like she God, gave damn. it to me. Uh, yeah. Well, she loves a paper catalog. Mm-hmm. Has my entire life. Her home is like. I, she does so much online shopping, and yet there are still so many catalogs. And I'm like, how do you choose which one to look at? That's wild. Yeah, there are only so many hours in the day, and she did finds a way to though? fill them with catalogs. I didn't look, but I did take it because I had an offer code, and I will probably look at their website mm-hmm. because it is 2019. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Okay, so gonna kind of bring it all back. Yes. What were you doing before skinny jeans? What was your mm. signature pant? Signature pant before a skinny jean was a boot cut low rise, which makes me want to die Absolutely. saying that out loud. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could only, back to the length thing, I would find like one pair that was long enough to almost skip skim the ground, you know? And then I'd wear that one pair until the crotch blew out. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I'd have to buy another pair that, and I'd have to like go searching for months to try and find one that was long. Yeah, enough. yeah. So like flared pants and wide pants. I hated pants my whole life. Yeah. Hated getting dressed because I it just was really uncomfortable. Yeah. Um. So when skinny jeans became a thing, I was like so excited because I felt like finally. So okay, when you are a person who is either like fat or just has like big legs they mm-hmm. touch yeah um so if they like rub together it's more comfortable if you're wearing something that's like pretty form-fitting yeah. because it's just like tight all down your leg yeah cool happy wearing skinny jeans my whole life or whatever for the last 10 years suddenly wider leg pants are back in fashion right i know We've got, and like, I love a high rise. So I'm, oh, here, yeah. for, I'm here for the high rise. high rise. Literally yeah. go up to my neck. Please. I'm like, <laughs> I would like swath my body in denim. If I could just one, one giant pant, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although I guess that's the jumpsuit, but okay, Which, go no on. thanks. Um, so I love it. I like feel supported. I would literally take it like right under my boobs, like if they buttoned and I'd be happy. Yeah. Um. So now like in the last like three or four years, sort of like mom jeans, like straight leg is popular i know for sure that look doesn't work on me but like a wide leg has become popular that Mm -hmm. is like sort of cropped and i'm seeing people wear it and it's like with a mule or a clog Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i'm like oh i'm gonna try this yeah you got mules you got clogs i got mules i got clogs i got chelsea boots oh yeah so i purchased paper bag trousers okay um do you know like so paper bag trousers for those that don't know are sort of like they're quite large up top and then they have like a built-in belt and it like belts it so you have extra fabric up top they're like pretty big and like wide through the leg and then they start tapering but they're still like wider at the ankle than a skinny jean would be they're like still pretty wide so it's kind of like a voluminous look down okay also thank you for that description because you did text it to me earlier today and i did not google it did i say parachute pants no no but you did say paper paper bag bag pants that's what they are Okay, so I get these, and I'm going to see, I'm, last weekend, I'm going to see Legally Blonde with my friends. Yes. Um, which is playing at the Hollywood Theater in Portland, Oregon. Best theater. Um, so good. It's playing on International Women's Day. Um, they have, it was great. Legally Blonde, pretty much 90% still holds up. Can I tell you something embarrassing? Mm-hmm. I've never seen <gasps> it. Dude, it's on Netflix. I've never seen it. I'll watch it. It's on Netflix, okay. and honestly... Since I stopped like internalizing misogyny as much, mm-hmm. it's so much funnier. Okay, it's I'm like ready for it. yeah, it's great. So cool. we're going to see this. Um, it's like Friday and it's raining really hard, but for some reason I'm like I'm gonna wear my paperback pants. Mm-hmm. Um, and I decide to sort of wear like kind of a weird like '80s skinhead punk look with like a tucked in shirt and Chelsea boots, but also like skinhead punk who like not racist skinhead. Also, I should clarify there. Were... Also, let's just talk about how eighties, very youthful. Yeah. yeah going. Sorry. <laughs> I was born in 1986. Don't know how many years that is. Um, but it's kind of like, you know, like a look that's popular now with like Chelsea docs and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, and I put these on and I'm like, I 
feel like it looks cool. Mm-hmm. And Doug came home and was like, you look awesome. And then I start walking. And I remember why for a decade I haven't worn wide pants, which is immediately they start going Shape up my city. butt. Oh. No, just up my butt. Butt city, okay. I feel like I have a wedgie. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sort of like taking every couple of steps and doing a wide step oh, to like, no. you know, un- uh-huh. I mean, luckily I was just going to a movie. And I also I got, bet you looked sickening. So. Well, I got a lot of compliments. Yay. So I like love these pants. Uh-huh. Um, but also I felt like a huge dweeb with a wedgie up my butt the whole time. But also maybe this is an opportunity for choreo. You know, if you're like, <laughs> if you've got like, <laughs> you know, if you're taking every like third step is just like real big. That like, sounds like a waltz. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe these are your waltz pants. <laughs> um, It could be. So I tried these wide pants. I have them now. They're in the wash. I like, I might try them again in the summer with a clog. I felt mm-hmm. very brave because I usually sort of have like a uniform it's like I totally yeah you know same like I'll wear a dress every once in a while but I don't try like different silhouettes yeah um have you tried wide pants um I tried wide pants but it's the same thing when they've got to be like really long and I usually feel like I need to wear them with a heel yes which is why I don't wear them as much okay but I do I do if they're also like a high rise I do feel like good in them yes it's more that I don't I don't feel like I want to wear heels ever again. <laughs> no, I know. Well, that's why clogs are cool. I feel like, is this boring? Is anyone still here? Are you listening to our clog talk? <laughs> I don't know. But, like, clogs are cool. Mules are cool. They're chunky heels. Weird-ass chunky heels are popular now. But I get it. With a flat shoe, it kind of feels like you're, like, a boho yoga exactly. white lady. Yeah. who's like, I get it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, if you have ideas, listeners... For um, other youth trends, we yes. should try out. Let us know. What do you know? Any other youth trends? No. I mean. Yeah. Send us ideas. We yeah. don't know anything. We're both <laughs> over thirty. No. Okay. All right. Now we're gonna take a break. Coming up after the break, we took Yelena to her first basketball game. Hell yeah. And we're back. We're back. Cool. Hi. I did pee for anyone who was concerned. I feel good. Proud of you. Um, thank you. So we're talking basketball. <laughs> we're talking basketball. What is that from? I don't know. Oh. I mean okay. it's like a thing I've heard. Okay. Yeah. It's not a thing I've heard. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to a Portland Trailblazers game. Where they played the Oklahoma City Thunder. Don't know what that means, uh, but it sounds cool. We lost. It's okay. Spoiler alert from two, <laughs> yeah. from one week ago. <laughs> yeah, how dare we? Okay, frankly. so I've never been to, do you know, if no one knows what the Blazers are, <laughs> if no one knows, yeah. um, everyone knows besides me. I it's yeah, basketball. I mean, it's the NBA. <laughs> I was gonna say it's the WNBA because that's kind of what I was hoping. We no longer have a WNBA team. Did Portland used to? We used to in the nineties. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. About like you know, I feel like the WNBA definitely had a resurgence in the nineties with like Cheryl Swoops and stuff. But and um, that's a cool name. Isn't that a dope name? Yeah. Yeah. My mom's friend named her dog Swoops after her. Which that's I pretty was cool. Pretty good. Yeah. She was a tiny little Yorkshire Terrier, Aww. which made it even funnier. Yeah. So last Thursday, my friend Deirdre and I, she's sitting in this room with me. It's went true. To the Moda Center, formerly formerly known as Rose Quarter. Rose Garden. Yeah. Rose Garden. Yeah, I'm. I'm still. I call it the Moda Center, but it took me a solid two I years. I think I still call it Rose something. The Rose Garden was just so nice, and it was so evocative. I don't know, especially when you think of like like all of the NBA stadiums are like this now, like. Mm-hmm. Um, when Seattle still had the Supersonics, they were the key arena after Key Bank. Mm. And, um, like, the New Orleans Pelicans are the Smoothie King arena, which is always my favorite What is one. Smoothie King? I guess it's, I mean... It's, a th- it's like, a brand? Yeah, it's like a feudal system of smoothies. 
Oh, of which they are the king. <laughs> well, okay. So I'm not sure who the lords are. This is like a, this is a really good thing to talk about. I feel like I feel like we'll we'll set the scene a little bit, but I feel like what you're talking about tracks in terms of the general vibes I got at the game. Yeah, it's very corporate. Yeah. You know, it's it's a business and we live in late capitalism. So So I've never <laughs> I've never been to a basketball game. Um I've never I've only been to one are the Timbers Major League? Yeah, they're okay. MLS Major League Soccer. So And I've, the Thorns are women's major league. Okay, cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I've only been to one major league game. It was the Timbers. Super boring. I yeah. went with an old team mm-hmm. that a work team a work team it was a work outing Woo. we sat in wait for it the opposing team section no. <laughs> so it was extremely quiet i couldn't see shit it was really boring i don't give a fuck about sports so deirdre was like let's go to a basketball game and you were like are you sure well, <laughs> and i'm so so glad we went because it was like sort of like on the topic of things I haven't done and maybe things I haven't done because I'm an immigrant Mm -hmm. I have never been to a basketball game yeah the whole time we were there you kept saying this is so American (laughs) and I was like god damn it she's right this is so American does that make you uncomfortable no not at all no it's just um you know as someone that uh sees a lot of the problematic stuff with America it's always like kind of weird to be like oh man this is really American okay so let's let's get into it then because like you have been going to games your whole life. Um, What's your history with basketball? Because so, you're like, I kept telling everyone that you're a historian. <laughs> Is wow, that accurate? Really nice. Did you get a PhD? Uh, so many people would disagree with that. Yeah, probably, yeah. But that's fine. I don't care. Fuck them. I have I have a working knowledge of basketball that works for me. You're on B-ball Twitter. <laughs> I am. I'm on. Oh, I love basketball Twitter. Anyway, uh, NBA Twitter specifically. Yeah, sorry. Um, B-ball for no, me. No, you're good. Uh, yeah, so I grew up watching the Portland Trailblazers. In the early 90s, they were a big fucking deal. Um, we went to the Western Conference Finals multiple times. We played the Bulls, um, lost to Michael Jordan in the 92-93 season. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go watch, like, the only childhood video we have that my parents took, like, both my brothers are wearing Blazers t-shirts. Aww. like. Yeah, so it was, like, a really good time. Your whole family was into it? I mean, I don't think my mom ever really got that into it. Um, My dad got into it in not a great way. Um, In what sense? Can you say? Yeah, I would love to. (laughs) I'm going to get to that story. Okay, okay. Um, My oldest brother wasn't that into it, but my brother Brendan was very into it. And um, he played basketball. Um, I played for one season in fifth grade. Mm -hmm. I made zero shots. None. No chicken, no chicken nugget brain for you. <laughs> nope. We lost every single game. We were Aww. horrible. It was pretty funny, though. And then that was the year that I had to decide, like, okay, are you going to, like, really only do ballet or, like, are you going to do other stuff? And I was like, well, basketball was pretty shitty, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, I guess I'll do ballet. Um, but, yes, my brother, my middle brother, Brendan, used to go to, like, Blazers training camps in the summer Um, and that was where my dad famously yelled. This is one of my dad's, like, in my family, this will always be one of his biggest lines. Um, Clyde Drexler, an amazing blazer who then went on to play for the Houston Rockets and finally got his championship ring there. Uh, Clyde was coming back from an injury and a lot of, like, sports journalists were saying he'd, like, gained some weight. Mm. And so picture, I'm going to set a scene uh, you're at like a athletic club basketball court, not very big, um, and like the parents of the kids that were in the basketball camp are like there to watch the final game, and my dad decided to. This is like the worst. He decided to stick with that uh, journalistic narrative that Clyde Drexler, Clyde the Glide, had gained some weight. Oh. And decided to just yell in the stands, "Nice butt, Clyde." Oh, uh-huh. that's not that bad. It's not that bad, but mostly, like, I, what, what, 
what was he going for? What was his end game? Maybe it was a compliment. Was he being rude? Because I think that's a compliment. No, it, it wasn't meant as a compliment. And mm. I mostly was like five and could feel the embarrassment, which is impressive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's like an age where you shouldn't really feel Mm-mm. shame. For... Nope. Nope. Okay. So yeah. nice butt. Yeah. So that was nice butt, Clyde. And then um, also in the early 90s. Dairy Queen every year would put out this like amazing eight cup player set. Hell yeah. Of glasses, like collectible uh-huh. glasses, and we would collect them all. Do you all. mean plastic cups? Or... No, they were glass. Holy that was a shit. thing. I actually have one <gasps> in my kitchen right now. Did I see it? Yeah, you saw okay, it. Okay, yeah. that's really nice. That's from Dairy Queen. Yeah, that's from Dairy Queen from DQ. Hot Eats Cool Treats. Please don't sue us. This is a sponsorship. Yeah, another sponsor. Sponsorship sponsor opportunity right here. Um, <laughs> so. I broke every single one of them as a tiny, tiny child. Besides and, that one. No, that's not the one from my childhood. Oh. Because now you'll see them in thrift stores around town. Okay. And there's, like, a couple bars. Like, Old Gold has a bunch of old ones that they, like, during Blazers games, serve, like, cheap beer in for, like, oh, two that's bucks. that's cool. It's pretty cute. Um, one time I found a full set of them and gave them to my same brother that used to participate in those um, basketball camps. And he famously doesn't have feelings, uh-huh. but he did tear up at Christmas when I gave them to him. When was, was like, that? How, when was uh, the last time he had a feeling? Well, he has lots of feelings now because he has a daughter. Aww. But um, yeah, before it was probably his first feeling in a decade at that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> High five. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I'm good at emotions. Cool. So you grew up going to basketball games. Yeah, I grew up going, and then I kind of lost interest when I, like, put on, you know, the, what's the word I'm looking for? Blinders. Blindfold, the blinders. Yeah. Thank you. And only did ballet for 60 hours a week for, like, mm-hmm. 10 years of my life. <laughs> Unpaid internship. Uh, yeah. Uh, but after that, um, I started doing stand-up, and a lot of the people I did stand-up with uh, were really into basketball. Mm-hmm. My friends Nick and Jesse. Um and so we would just, like, watch games, and that was kind of when I got back into it as an adult. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, I've just, like, just loved it. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, the Blazers kind of went from that early 90s, like, intense, crazy awesome to mm-hmm. then, like, the jail Blazers, is what yeah. they used to call them in the Why? late 90s, early 2000s. Um, they would get pulled over for, like, smoking weed in their cars and stuff. Oh, so racism. Yeah. Um yeah, definitely. You know? Um, but that gave us Rashid Wallace, Damon Stoudemire, Brian Grant. That was a great era of cool. basketball. And then um, kind of when I started getting back into the Blazers was kind of the end of, like, the Brandon Roy era. He was amazing. Um, and that was when, like, LaMarcus Aldridge kind of took over. Um, and, yeah, we, we could get into Greg Oden, but that's a whole thing. Just know that the Blazers really fuck up our draft picks. That's mm-hmm. kind of our thing. Kind of our brand. Like, we passed on Michael Jordan. Oh. Yeah, we could have drafted I've him. I've heard of him. Yeah. Yeah, that, oh, that guy. <laughs> okay, so, well, I mean, okay, so, uh, I'm going to say this on every episode. I'm an immigrant. Yes. Um, so, <laughs> my family doesn't, like, organize sports in the way that it happens in... Specifically America, I feel like soccer is really big. Yeah, internationally. Internationally. Mm-hmm. But, like, I grew up with my family watching tennis. Mm-hmm. My grandpa was a tennis coach, and so nice. we would watch, like, all of the major tennis See, my mom loved that. She, really? Yeah, she didn't want to watch basketball, but she always had tennis on. It, my family still does, so mm-hmm. we, like, would watch the Wimbledon. It was just always on. Um, but I didn't, like, grow up with this idea of, like, A, like, kind of national organized sports, but mm-hmm. also, like, hometown teams. Yeah. Um, so the I'm regionality. From, right. Yeah. So I'm from New York, and, like, New York is big enough that I feel like people's, like, fandom sort of, I don't know, like, fades into the background. Like... I know that there are Yankees games and Knicks games and Mets games and Jets games. Well, and also New York, yeah, it's like the market is saturated because, like, you could be a Brooklyn Nets fan, which used to be New Jersey. Right. And then you could be a That wasn't really a thing when I was growing up, too. Like, the Nets Stadium open... Is that what it's called? Yeah, well, now I know it's Barclays Center, but, yeah, yeah, because it used to be the New Jersey Right, that opened when I was, like, 22. Yeah. 
So, and my parents are immigrants, so they don't fucking care. Yeah. And they don't want to spend money on totally. that. Yeah. Um, so I just never went to any games. And I don't really understand, still don't really understand the hometown pride <laughs> thing. Like, I think it makes sense because it's like, oh, I'm here and this team is here. I'm yeah. just going to like them. Yeah. Um, which is, which is cool. I think a big part of why I'm such a Blazers fan is um, they're definitely a team of underdogs. Like, yeah. We haven't won the championship since 1977. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. it's, you know, it's kind of like, it's not quite to the same length of a dry spell as being a Cubs fan, you know, until, yeah. like, they won the World Series a few years back. This is, that's the most I know about baseball. Yeah, yeah. T T-dubs. Um, I didn't know that was a baseball team. <laughs> yeah, see? We're learning new things. That's yeah, yeah, what yeah. this podcast is all about. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so like, that's why I love being a Blazers fan because like, it's also probably the like, the Catholic school in me is I'm like, hey, it's just punishment. We never win anything. It's great. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But I will stay dedicated. I've always, like in New York, I found it annoying. Uh Uh-huh. And, but I'm still like, as with chain restaurants, I'm sort of like. You're fascinated. I'm fascinated Mm -hmm. by it because I'm like. Why do you like this team? So, like, in New York, a big thing is, like, people are Mets fans. Yeah. And they love the Mets because they're underdogs and because their dads and their moms or whatever, like, their parents mm-hmm. like the Mets. Um, and I've tried to figure it out. I'm like, well, why do you like them? Are they good? No. And it's like, yeah. no. Yeah. It's So it's, like, kind of like a family thing. It's what you grow up doing. It's how... It's, like, equivalent to how you celebrate holidays or something. Yeah. Um, Sports fandom is, yeah, it's very tribal. And yes. it's not it's not necessarily a great thing about it. But I, I don't know. I do also think that maybe it's because Portland, maybe we, maybe there would be riots if Portland, if, you know, if the Blazers won the NBA finals. But I really doubt it. The last time we made it to the second round of the playoffs, it was just, like, people being friendly to each other. Yeah. Like, I just, like, hugged some strangers, and then firm, everyone... from handshake. Yeah, exactly. And then everyone went home, because it was, <laughs> like, you know, polite Pacific Northwest people. Yeah. But, so, yeah. So, should we get into the game? Yes. Okay. So, I'll set a scene. Please. I almost missed my bus. Yelena was meeting me on it. She said, should I hop off? I don't see you. Ran across <laughs> the street. Met on the bus. Uh, and then we made our way in, and I took Yelena. I wanted to show her a couple highlights of the Moda Center. I love them. Uh, we did a full lap of the 300 level, which is all the nosebleed seats. Um, and that was where I took Yelena to get her my first game certificate. Absolutely. And pin. Yeah, I've got both of those in a drawer. Yes. Um, Please save them forever. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> Don't tell s- me if you throw them away. No, I'm not gonna. <laughs> okay, so we did that. I was amazed by this. Like, the infrastructure of this game is wild. It's a well-oiled machine. We've got, well, like, so we got, we picked up our stuff, and Deirdre was, like, the the proud mom <laughs> yeah, that absolutely. I never had, because my mom hates me. No, she <laughs> likes me. She's, she's cool. But Deirdre was, like... <laughs> Every person that was, like, an authority, Deirdre was like, this is her first game. And they were like, good, go to the first game booth. Yeah. Um, got a pin, got my certificate. Both of our names are on it. I'm pretty sure that's my birth certificate now. <laughs> um, it is legally binding. It is yes. legally binding. Absolutely. <laughs> You're a Blazers fan now. Yeah. I'm sorry. So then, oh, my God, I was, like, blown away by the fact that there was a a sign-making station. Yes, we made a sign. It had what a did lot it of... say? Oh, great question. Oh, tickle the tickle Tiger? the net. Tick what? It said tickle the net. So and and what I loved about this, this is how deep the infrastructure goes. We got a sheet of suggested things to put on the sign. Mm-hmm. So it was like I don't know, like It's Lillard time or it's like Lillard time. CJ McCollum puns, but they didn't have the one that I so What was CJ, the one you wanted? The one I like to do I like to call him three bay because he makes a lot of three-point shots, and he wears the number three. Uh-huh. And, like, anyone that's good for the Blazers is Bay. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but 3J barely even sticks, and that's his name and his number, but okay. I just didn't, I didn't want to make a, a T- three-bay sign. Tickle tickle the net? Tickle the net, yeah, so that would be, I like, I, I know, that's why we made it, because it was terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we made a sign, then... There's a tattoo, an airbrush tattoo station. Yeah, which I had a no idea is free. It's free. It is free 99. Go get them. Yeah. We get in this line. 
some dude has two and he's like you have to get matching tattoos and I was like okay (laughs) keep like 15 feet between us yeah Deirdre and I go get tattoos Deirdre is hardcore and gets it on her face yep I love the game I got glitter yeah got glitter um, for the for the love of the sport, mm-hmm. um, I get one on my wrist immediately. Smudge it. What did it say? Uh, slam dunk. I thought it said smash the patriarchy. That uh, was what I was remembering. Yeah. No, slam dunk. <laughs> she, I smudged it. The woman reprimanded me, and then I got another one, and she was like, "Don't touch it." So I didn't. Yeah. Um, at I the ch- WNBA game, I take you to. We'll get you a smash the patriarchy one. Do they okay. have one? I they mean, must. we can make our own. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that was amazing. We got some seven dollar pizza. Yeah, that was that was I mean, really good. Yeah, I, the only thing I would change about the Moda Center, and the only thing I like about the Portland Airport, is that the Portland Airport has that rule that like you can't charge more than you do at your brick brick and mortar location. Mm. And I really wish that the Moda Center would adopt that because now they only have food from places that are restaurants in Portland. So, like, you got sizzle pie, but it was seven fucking dollars. It was seven (laughs) dollars, and I was shocked, but honestly, I think if it was the normal price, I would be disappointed. Like, I think it (laughs) had... Because you were were proud to be be an American in that moment and pay too much for pizza. (laughs) basketball, Mm. and not just basketball, but, like, the whole thing was just, like, this sounds really negative. I had so much fun at the game, but it's a microcosm of capitalism. Absolutely. And yeah. it's this, it's like a mall. It's like a theme park of capitalism. It's a theme sure. park and it's yeah. a mall and everyone's there. And I like loved it. Cause I was like, look at everyone just spending their money on I nothing. Know. And it doesn't matter. Like it's still fun. Yeah. Like you're there to have fun. I mean, it matters. Yeah. I mean, everything matters, Yes, but you know, I got two $11 beers. Yeah, so that guy who sold you your first one really liked you. I loved him. You guys, I was afraid she was going to just ditch out the rest of the game and just hang out with that guy I really... and, like, start selling beers at the same kiosk. <laughs> he loved... That actually would have been amazing, and I would have only gone to that kiosk. He loved my passport card. He told me everything on his draft. He was super friendly. I don't think he knew where he was. No, not at all. Um, but he was he was lovely, and honestly, I'd go back to the Motor Center just to see him. Uh, yeah, same. Um, and his beer, I dare to say, was better than the rest. Thank you. Yeah. I, I mean, based I don't on know. the beers you got, that, that tracks. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um. So, the game itself. Yes. What did you think of that? I thought the game... Okay, I asked Deirdre a lot of questions. Which I love. Ask me questions. I asked Deirdre so many questions. Um, the game was really, really fun. Really fast-paced. Yeah. Um, I didn't really understand, like, the first, like, hour. Mm-hmm. Um, right? It was, like, two and a half hours-ish. Yeah. Um, I didn't really know what was going on. She kept being like, why are they booing? And I was like, just boo. It feels good. It seemed kind of mean. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, it seemed kind of mean. I was like, oh, well, okay, because the Blazers come out. Oh, the blazer before the blazers come out or after the blazers come out is the star spangled banner oh yeah that's at the top of everything that's was that the before they come out uh-huh yeah that's just like the we're in america and i think i think they do it do they i know they do it before well obviously they do it before football games the kneeling you know yes um i think it happens do they do it before like baseball games i've never been to one of those live I assume. I don't that's know. That's like the sport of America. Right. So I assume that's the case. So they didn't do it. I guess I just thought of this, but they didn't do it at the soccer game I Damn went it, to. Damn it, now i got to become a soccer fan. Yeah. Okay, that's good to know. <laughs> I was really, really shocked by the Star Spangled Banner. And like, excuse me, I didn't get up because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not going to get up for the Star Spangled Banner. Then literally everyone got up and I felt like a conscientious conscientious objector. Well, and then I felt like a freaking sheeple person. No, you're not a sheeple person. This is when you stand. But I really like to get a good view of the people when they kind of fuck up the lines. Or like don't (laughs) So So people were singing. They had their hands. Oh, I missed People have like their hands over their chest. Yeah, I don't do that shit. And if I wear a hat, I don't take my hat off. But, like, I also honestly don't mind standing because I'm like, yeah, I'm going to sit for the next two and a half hours. So it's good to stand for a second. (laughs) I want to stand when I, like, 
I think it's just like this the stupid angsty teen in me. No, I who's totally like you get can't it. make me stand for this. And like I really wasn't doing it as any type of protest, but I was also like it felt more acutely like a protest when literally everyone else got up and so I like ran through all these narratives in my head of just like my foot hurts I'm pregnant here's why I'm not standing up and then I was like no I think standing up for the Star Spangled Banner is fucking stupid I don't like nationalism I'm not fucking doing this um and if some fan wants to I so I asked a bunch of our friends today like if they get up for it and they all said yes but like they were all like I get up and roll my eyes or I get up and I'm like really uncomfortable but I also just do it so people don't bother me yeah um so that was interesting that wasn't a thing I had thought about since high school maybe you're just um, out here being punk as fuck oh yeah absolutely <laughs> oh, yeah um so that was interesting and I was like this is America. Yeah. Um, big time America. Big time America. The game started. It was extremely exciting. Um, there was some, like, aggro stuff that, like, it's just interesting being a person who's never been to one of those games mm-hmm. and how celebrated, like, the home team is and how the visiting team gets, like, booed and they don't have, like, special pictures up on the teleprompter. Yeah. And... It's all just like a telenovela. It totally is. So that's a big part of basketball that I've really embraced and enjoyed Mm -hmm. since, like, coming back to it as an adult is I love it because it's just so dramatic. It's Um, so dramatic. And uh, that was part of why I I intentionally took you to see The Thunder was because, like... Oh, really? Yeah, because I was like, ooh, this is going to be a high-drama game. And, like, all your coworkers and stuff were telling you, like, ooh, this is a big game. Um, and honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if we wind up playing them in the playoffs in the first round, in which case, oh, my God. I It's, like, the amount of suspense and drama that I'm going to There feel. were so many fouls. Yeah. There were... I, I, this is the thing that I asked Deirdre the most, which was, like, just, like what do the fouls mean and why are they different? Yeah, so I kind of, because I I got Carrie into basketball too when we first started dating and from my experience, it takes like a solid year of watching basketball before you finally understand the fouls and it just kind of sucks, but there's just like so many It seems insane to me that in a game though, like this is like a specific person that was doing this who maybe like has like a bad reputation of having a temper but like at one point someone like straight up just they were both like running side by side and then he like body slammed him yeah yeah why is that allowed yeah and and then later on that same guy got elbowed in the jaw yeah yeah the same guy that got body slammed and then he was the one that got ejected from the game Okay, here are my other... So that As was a messy insane. bitch that loves her drama, like, how do you not love basketball? I, so oh, I did great. like that. I did like that. <laughs> and that's what I mean. Like, it's a telenovela. Yeah. But I was also like, oh my God, I can't believe that's allowed. Because, like, I don't think of this as, like, a constructed, like, narrative. I'm just like, these are people who are playing sports. It's all just about sports, right? Yeah. Um, well, it's also worth noting that, like, outside of these matches, most of them are, like, good friends. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it makes it a little easier to watch it and just be like, oh, it's just getting really heated right now. Like yeah. some people, you know, not everyone is beloved in the league, but for the most part, like they're all pretty chill with each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I liked the guy with the yellow sneakers. Um, yeah, that was Yusuf Nurkic. Okay. Who got fouled out. Yeah. He had two technical fouls. Yeah, even he... though he got rocked in the jaw. Yeah, and was um, the one that got body checked. He gets called the Bosnian beast, which I think is rude. And I understand that... It's because he's 7'3", but yes. Well, so, well, and, and so today, I'm not, like, I'm not a total idiot, but, like, I so I get this, but, like, someone was like, yeah, beast is a good thing. It's like, yeah, he's a beast, and I'm just like, okay. But also, like, he's Bosnian, and they had like an intense yeah. war situation very true. Very no, true. i was just like don't call him that um it's not his fault how tall he is um other takeaways when they got 100 I mean, points arguably it's a good deal that yes. he's really tall yeah, yeah, yeah it has worked out well for him in the sport yeah um when they Sorry, got the 100, 100 points 100 yeah. points 
Um, they all dance with chicken nuggets on the teleprompter, sort of yep. sensually. Yep, it's great. So when I was a kid, it used to be a free chalupa from Taco Bell what the instead. Fuck? And they would literally rain coupons on the entire Moda Center. Well, let's be honest, Rose Garden at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would just be... It was amazing. It was beautiful. And now all we have is just chicken nuggets And now nuggets it's like, raining. did you download this app? Yeah. If you download the app, you can have the free shit. And it's like, that's not what it's about. Well, but basketball is a microcosm for America. I know. And capitalism. I know. It's, I couldn't stop. I couldn't get over it. Like, there was so much, like, bicep slapping. Like, when they do, like, the playback, like, yeah. of the players who like score like three points or whatever just like did something wild they'll show them like slapping their biceps and stuff and it's like I think that like I thought the game was really exciting and I got really invested and I was just like oh my god they can't lose for no reason (laughs) besides like they can't lose um and then like things would draw me out of it like um I don't know like the weird over yeah the machismo the over like Agro masculinity. Yeah. Um, and that's totally valid. Yeah. And I think, yeah, something you said to me when we stood outside, we like went and got a breath of fresh air between like the first and second quarter, and you were like, I really appreciate that you just love this game for what it is and like accept its faults. And it's true. Like, it's not perfect. It's It's got a lot of problems, but you know, I think as long as you can like watch something with a critical eye and like, notice like well it's fascinating yeah exactly it, it that is, too yeah like it when i say it's a microcosm of like america or capitalism that might sound negative and it is in a sense but it also tells like kind of a more concentrated story yeah um and so i found that fascinating and like before we went to the game i was reading all of these articles about like activism in the nba yeah. and because that's, like, the only way I know how to prepare for it. Mm-hmm. I was like, what does this mean in the context of the country we live in? Yeah. Um, so it's pretty fascinating. Um, but it's also, like, aside from it having all of these deep meanings, it's also kind of, like, sweet and simple. I know, right? And the tension just, yeah. of those two things is... What makes it great entertainment? Yes. Exactly. Yeah. I was going to say it's erotic. <laughs> it's not, but it's like, it's sort of like dirty or seedy where you're like, it's pure and it's like fun and it's whatever. And it has all of these undertones like reality TV. Yeah. Definitely. Um, it was perfect. Yeah. I loved it. I'm so um, I would love to go to another game. I'm so glad. I also was really tired. Like, yeah. I also was just like, that was the three to four exhausting hours yeah, of, like... Yeah, well, and that's also why we left early. Yeah. I we, saw us go 126 to 121 in overtime, and I saw when the bus was coming, and I was like, Yelena, I know there's three minutes left, but it's time to go. I, I actually <laughs> was shocked. I thought we had to stay till the end. Um, but that is the thing I've learned, is that yeah, fans you leave. Can tell. Yeah. And they did lose that game. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, we would have saw them lose 129 to 121 well so when we, we got on the stay. bus it was like the game let out and it looked like a night zombie of the, yes. yeah mm-hmm. night of the living dead <laughs> with ever or whatever like of just a thousand people like yeah sadly walking out yeah so just um, full of pretzels and beer yeah just like get me the fuck out of here oh my god oh that pretzel i'm so sorry we'll go back and get that there was pretzel. a pretzel that i mean <laughs> and like so as like i do feel like i have to clarify this i am not a person that counts calories but every single item at the motor center like says the calories yeah, and there was yeah. like some dope looking pretzel with a bunch of nacho cheese and it was like 2500 calories yeah. and i was like that is pro- more than a human is like in quote supposed to yeah. eat in a day and i was like i don't fucking care but also why I, you gotta say why it? you gotta yeah. tell me why <laughs> exactly. you gotta tell me i don't well i guess i'll just eat seven dollars sizzle pie yeah okay so for our final segment and and this is like my fuck up um, the booklet that we got. Um, it was had the program. It was like program. a playbill. Yeah, it, it <laughs> is a playbill, and the Blazers will win a Tony this year. <laughs> I just know it. I can see Patty LuPone being like, <laughs> the winner is the Portland Trail Blazers. That would Damian be... Lillard. Yeah. <laughs> so the program was amazing, and there was like a section in it that was like, 
the Blazers' favorite karaoke songs, and I loved it. And I was like, Deirdre, on the podcast, we're going to play a game where you have to guess their karaoke song, which we're still going to do, but I did lose the program. So now (laughs) we're just going to play it without knowing the real answer. We're not going to do all of them, but we we will quiz Deirdre on what she thinks some of the Blazers' karaoke songs are. Okay. So we are going to start with Damian Lillard, who is, like, the fan favorite, correct? Yeah, he's pretty He's pretty perfect. Okay. There's like, Number there's zero. The letter O. The letter me. O? Yeah, because he's he from He gets Oakland. a letter? He's from, well, I mean, it's technically the number zero, but that's, like, how they introduce him. Like, and from Oakland, California, wearing the letter O, oh. Damian Lillard. Okay. And then I was really bummed because, like, last season he and CJ used to do this dance. I'm doing a cute dance. You can't uh-huh. tell. It is cute. For listeners. There's a snap. And then they'd, like, snap at each other and, like, bump into each other, but they didn't do it this game. And now I can't help but worry that there's trouble in paradise between Damon and CJ, but, <laughs> okay, but that's a different episode More importantly, of what is Damian Lillard's karaoke song according to you and your extensive research? Okay, this one's hard because I... This is the only answer I did see in the program before okay. we lost it. You can say it. Uh, Pony by Genuine. Okay. I mean, perfect, right? Another reason he's amazing. Why do you think that's his karaoke song? I'm just a bachelor. Because that. Is he a bachelor? No. He actually has a really adorable baby with oh. his like lady that he's been with since high school. They're not married, but yeah, mm-hmm. I can appreciate that. Okay. Um, okay. So we saw that one. Yeah. Um. What is... Oh, I can see their um, positions now, which mean nothing to me, but I like that anyway. What is Yusuf Nurkic's, um, and that's the Bosnian beast, BT-dubs, for for the fans that are listening. Um, I'm going to say, I wish you would step back from the ledge, my friend. Third Eye Blind? Third Eye Blind song. Why? Jumper? Yeah, Jumper. The song about suicide? Okay, well... That song is about suicide. I know it's about suicide, but it's also a really good karaoke song. And some of us got that album when we were like nine years old and didn't realize it was about suicide. Stop so. flaunting how much younger you are than me. I'm 30. <laughs> that was my favorite band in junior high school when I was 13 years old. No, but I had skipped a grade, so you have to remember that I, even though I was that makes technically you younger. nine. No, but I, I was oh. your peer. Is what I'm saying. Okay, D.B. Hauser. C.J. McCollum? Yeah. Okay, what's his karaoke song? Oh, that's a good question. So he, He's got a big smile. He's great. I love C.J. Like I said earlier, Three Bay. Um, he and his wife got married. She's a dentist, and all of their marriage stuff said Dr. and Mr. McCollum. So I like them. Do you think it's a... So okay, so so I'm trying to think of like a dental themed karaoke <laughs> song, and now I'm thinking about like what are some songs? From Call the Doctor Shop by Before? Slater Kinney is his karaoke song for sure. Okay, there we go. <laughs> he loves doctors. He married one. Yeah. For anyone who says that a dentist isn't a doctor, that's fucked up. Yeah, dentists will slap you in the face. And if you CJ say McCollum, McCollum's McCollum, McCollum, his karaoke song is called The Doctor by Slater Kinney. Um, if you care to prove me different. Give me a call. Find that program. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Find that program. Okay. Seth Curry was that one Seth that we were going to do. Yeah. He's got a brother who's on. kind of a big fucking deal. Steph who's Curry. On. Dude. Wait, wait, wait. Don't oh, tell me sorry. on the Warriors. Yeah. Good job. Okay. I remembered what you told me. Um, and they had to play each other, and it was very dramatic. Right? I mean, yeah, they play each other sometimes. They were up against one another in the NBA All Star three point shooting contest. Okay. Which was cute. Okay, um, what's his karaoke song? What's his deal? What's a good song about, like, being in someone's shadow? Um, Being in someone's shadow? I know, That's so right? sad. Don't Look Back in Anger by Oasis? Sure. Yep. You think so? I mean, he's busting his way out. Wait, no. It's I'm Coming Out by Diana Ross. <laughs> because you know what? He's here to say. He's got to let you know he's going to let us show. Okay. Perfect. He looks really nice, too. He's great, um, yeah. And then the last person, I think this is the last person we're going to do, um, the Chief. Yeah, al Farouk Aminu. Okay. He looked super Chief. sad during the game, and, like, I am known to do a lot of emotional labor, so I was worried about him. I know you, I, as someone who similarly does a lot <laughs> of that, I was kept being, like, I kept reassuring you and doing my emotional labor, being like, no, it's okay. It's I didn't feel looks. okay about how sad he looked, but... <laughs> Um, 
Let's see. I want him to do, like, some bad song off that, like, Jay-Z Kingdom Come, but I won't. <laughs> what? Because I was thinking of, like, King. Um, let's have him do All the Stars. By who? What's that? By Kendrick and SZA. From oh, the Black okay. Panther soundtrack. You think Is that a good karaoke song? Probably not. Okay. But I'm trying to think of, like, because... <laughs> His name means chief, and he's, yeah. like, descended from royalty. I was thinking village people, because that's the only <laughs> chief I can think of. That's a So great I chief. was thinking, like, YMCA, which is a good karaoke it's, song. Oh, wow, I've never done that at karaoke, but it sounds great. We should really do it together, together next time. Okay, I'm into it. Cool. All that right, was speaking really of next time. Next time. Next time on the pod, we're going to Cheesecake Factory, y'all. It's finally happening. We absolutely are. Um, we would love to bring you with us. Thank you for listening. If you made it this far, I feel like this is like we we got a solid like hour and then some. So because we sat through four hours of basketball, so we had a lot to talk about. Yeah, we might not have as much to say about Cheesecake Factory, but you said that. But I'd be surprised if we didn't have more to say about yeah, Cheesecake Factory. Exactly. Um. So thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Um. Follow us on Instagram. I wouldn't say no pod. All one word. None of the dashes or anything. I was going to say dot com, but that's not it. Nope. So I wouldn't say no pod on Instagram. Um, Uh, We'd like to thank Brooke Meyer for our awesome new podcast art. Yes, that's going to go up in hopefully the next week. Mm -hmm. Um, Thank you, Carrie, for our awesome intro and outro music. Our banging theme song. Um, And and thank you all for listening. Oh, wait, hold on. Thanks to the eight people who gave us positive reviews on iTunes. Wow. Eight people gave us five-star reviews. I wasn't one of them. Me either. So eight people like us, which is a wow. lot. Um, so if you can like, subscribe, download the episodes on iTunes, on Spotify, and on Stitcher, if you have an Android phone or you just want to use it, um, please do that. We'd That'd be awesome. It. Thanks, buds. All right. Thanks, y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.